How to create a home court advantage when working from home. Hi, I'm Rochelle Carrington with the Quest Source. Every day I offer tidbits of information, just quick tips on how you can simplify your business and your life and elevate your results. So with more people working from home these days, there's really an incredible opportunity to use your home court advantage to become more productive and work fewer hours. Now, the concept of home court advantage, of course, comes from the sports world, and it's based upon the belief that when a team plays on their own turf, they have a significant advantage over the visiting team. And that advantage ideally allows the home team a higher probability of winning. Now, there's a number of psychological and physiological reasons why home court advantage makes sense. First of all, you've got teams that are playing in a familiar setting. They have no travel time or time zone changes, and they generally will have a larger fan base to cheer them on in their hometown. And so all of these things can contribute to winning a game. Now, since business is a lot like competitive sports, it makes sense that you could utilize some of the same advantages a sports team has while you are working from home. After all, that's where your home court advantage is. That is, as long as you set it up correctly. So here are six ways for you to make the home court advantage work for you. So number one, set up your arena. You know, sports teams have an arena, whether it's a basketball court, football field, baseball field, the team works in the same space for every home game. And that's important because it breeds familiarity and it gives the team everything they need for success in one spot. So the first thing is you've got to set up your office in one space that is away from the fray of everything else in your house. I know that seems obvious, but again, a lot of people don't do it. And if you think about it, you would never see a team play right next to the corporate offices with people milling about trying to do work. When the team is on the field, they're focused. They know what they're supposed to do. So you've got to make sure that you've got your one spot and you don't get up and change venues all the time. And I've seen a lot of advice that says, you know, work from different places at different times. And I think you can do that on breaks, but in general, you've got to have all your stuff with you, surrounding you, so that you've got a great work environment. So keep to your workspace and stay there to get your work accomplished. Now, the other thing, of course, is to make sure that your family members know they are not allowed to interrupt you when you're working. You would never see a non-team member run onto the field and ask the player a question. It's not allowed. It's not productive. So you've got to ensure that your family understands the ground rules of the game you're playing each day. I know sometimes it's challenging and sometimes we allow our family to come in and interrupt because we actually want the interruption. But if you're going to win your day, you need to limit the distractions so you can get your work done more quickly and end work earlier. And then you can focus on your family's needs. Also, of course, this is kind of a no-brainer, but remember to turn off your phone and email notifications. You've got to make it harder for yourself to become distracted. All right, number two, use your old travel time wisely. So if you used to commute to your office, you've now cut your commute down by 99%. But what happens is that most people use that newfound time to stay in bed and sleep in, and that is a big mistake. The question you need to ask yourself is, what can I do with my previous commute time to become smarter and better at my business? 
You know, every good team works on skill development and you need to do that as well, no matter how long you've been doing your business or doing your job. Because the way to increase your pay is to get better at what you do. You get paid commensurate with how good you are. So wake up at the same time you used to when you went into the office, but use your previous commuting time to make yourself smarter. And there are so many things you can do listening to podcasts or TED Talks or YouTube videos. And a lot of them are only 15 to 20 minutes. So it allows you to learn something, grow your mind, and get yourself thinking more creatively before you start work. You'll be far more productive because your mind is already in a creative mindset. Number three, take some timeouts. Now in a sports game, there are always timeouts so the players can tweak, they can refresh, they can get advice from the coach. But each timeout is always has a limited time frame. The players can't just wander off into the dugout and hang out and drink Gatorade all day long. So when you're working from home, you need to predetermine how many timeouts or breaks you will take and have a limited time frame for that break. That way you get to refresh your mind, but you don't have enough time to get distracted and start messing around in your garage or your garden for an hour. So take a 10 minute time out every 90 minutes to two hours. When you do that on a regular basis, it trains your mind to focus for up to two hours and then it knows that it gets a mental break after you plow through whatever the tasks are at hand. Next, tap into your fans to cheer you on. So every team plays better when they have raving fans cheering them on. It creates energy and greater mental and physical effort. When I ran the New York City Marathon, I was told to write my name on the back of my shirt so that strangers would cheer me on. And initially, I thought that was a really weird concept. But I gotta say, it really helped me when I got to mile 22 and I literally felt like lying down on the pavement and letting a taxi cab run over me. Those cheers helped me to keep going. So the question is, how does that translate into using fans to help push you forward when you're working from home? And in an office setting, you got to think about fans in a little bit different way. Music is a great boost for most people. If fans give you energy, so does music. But you've got to make sure you choose the right music for the task. So when you're doing something that requires creativity, like writing or idea generation, you need calm, soothing music. When you're doing something more mindless that you dislike, like for me, looking at Excel spreadsheets or anything that's data entry, then you might want something more upbeat that you can kind of sing along to and dance and it just makes it feel more fun at the time. And the great thing about working from home is you can blast your music as loud as you want because you're not in an office. Uh, The second way to use fans is to have things around you that make you happy. So this could be cool quotes, thank you cards from clients, a drawing from one of your kids. Surround yourself with stuff that brings you positive energy and reminds you of the reason why you are working. I love having my dream board hanging on my wall. It's just a great visual representation of why I work every day and it keeps me focused on the bigger picture. Next, play the game during game hours only. You know, one of the biggest challenges people have when working from home is lack of discipline. They start work whenever they want, and oftentimes they'll continue working deep into the night because it's always there or because they started work too late. But, you know, a a sports team has their game time. They start on time and they end on time. 
barring any overtime, of course. And you need to follow the same rules. Pick the time when you start each day and pick an endpoint, no exceptions. If you work too much, you're going to get burnt out. And the name of the game is to determine how you can be super productive with your game time so you can end the game early. That is your number one goal each day. And for more ideas on how to be productive, I'll put a link into the description here. And you can look at some uh, some other blogs or go to some of the other uh, podcasts that I've talked about. And those will give you more uh, specific ideas on getting productive in that way. Lastly, you've got to prepare your home court for the next day. Once the game is over, the grounds crew comes out and they prepare the field or the court for the next game. And unless you have your own personal grounds crew, which you probably don't, that job is up to you. So before you end the day, do three things. Determine your top three things that must be accomplished first for the following day. Make sure your desk is decluttered so you can start fresh the next day. And have your calendar time blocked with the activities you need to focus on for the next day. That way, when you start, there is no question about what you're going to do. You don't waste the first half hour trying to figure out what the heck you're going to do for the day. And here's a little bonus. Prepare your meals for the following day, especially your lunch. That way you don't end up grazing all day long or foraging around the kitchen, searching for something to eat, and then you end up eating chips and cookies and garbage. Um, And you also don't spend an hour making yourself a Dagwood sandwich. Some of you won't know what I'm talking about with that, but that probably does show my age a bit. Anyway, there are so many positives to working from home. You know, some people love it. Some people struggle with it. But if you think about it from the perspective of utilizing your home court advantage, you can find all sorts of ways to make remote work the most productive work ever. Fewer and fewer people are going to be going into offices in the future. So now is the time to retool your mindset and your skill set so you can ensure to set yourself up for a higher likelihood of a win when you're working remotely. And of course, always remember, laugh a lot and learn a lot.